around. But though it was true that many Venetians spoke English, she was afraid she'd find herself seated next to strangers with whom she couldn't begin to converse. Still, the excitement of the trip had outweighed the fear. Thank God, I thought you were going to try to weasel out tonight, he told her. Me? Weasel out? Not on your life. Of course, she was lying. She'd been thinking of doing exactly that, until darkness had fallen, the music had begun, and the sheer vibrance of the evening had awakened a spirit of total devil-may-care adventure in her. Surely there would be someone with whom she could talk, dance, and while away the hours. You're smashing, by the way, he told her. She walked from the window and dipped a curtsy to him. Thanks. She'd rented her costume at the last minute, but it was spectacular. Renaissance, a popular era here, and festooned with sequins, faux jewels, and an overlay of lace. The gown had been available because Jordan happened to be petite, 5'3", standing very straight, and an even hundred pounds. The dress had been made for a young woman who'd had to cancel about a month ago, and no one the right size had arrived since. Smashing. And you look taller. It's the shoes, she told him, showing him the period shoes she wore. She wondered, however, if they'd really worn such wretched heels in times gone by. Surely this kind of heel was a modern nod to women's vanity. Let's hope you don't shrink like Granny J. You'll be down to nothing. Go ahead, be cruel because you got all the tall jeans, she told him. Strange, he was so tall, she was so petite. But they both had inherited very deep green eyes from their Granny J. That and her penchant for new places, people, and cities such as Venice, with its truly unique character. Down to nothing, he repeated with a teasing sigh. She thought that he was grinning behind his mask. Can you walk in those? Um, I practice in heels a lot, she assured him. It's the only way to see over counters, and manage to climb up on a bar stool when necessary. Hey, you two, let's get going. It's late. Cindy, dressed in black Victorian mourning, came to the doorway. Like Jared, she was tall. Jordan, great shoes. Maybe people won't think you're my child tonight. Jordan groaned. Cindy, you're going to torture me too? Torture you? I'm only five years older, and people ask me if I'm the mother. She shuddered. You're both smashing, Jared said. Two of the greatest beauties. There, that's said and done. Now, shall we go? A few minutes later, they passed through the centuries-old lobby of the gracious hotel. Even the bellmen carried masks, and everyone greeted everyone. It was a night for compliments, fun, and eternal smiles. They left the hotel and came out on the walk before the canal. The pavement was thronged. People jostled people, and apologies were given in dozens of different languages. Jared, tall as he was, craned his neck to see over the people. Water taxis, vaporettos, and gondolas all used the docks in front of the Daniele, and the place was simply packed. Girls, wait here just a minute. Our launch might be around the other side, Jared told them. With a sweep of his cape, he walked away. Jordan and Cindy moved toward the canal, away from the stream of pedestrian traffic, and waited while Jared went off to find the private launch, which was to bring them to the ball.
An annual event, the ball was always held in an historical palazzo, and was always one of the most prestigious events of the night. Jared's surname was Riley, just as Jordan's, but his mother had been a Genovese. Loving all things Italian, he had become the Venetian rep for a major American travel firm. He spent almost as much time in Italy now as he did in the States. His Italian was excellent. Jordan wished hers was better. A man jostled her, paused, tipped his hat, and went into a long apology. Having no idea what he was saying, she smiled and nodded and told him, Prego, prego. Literally, I pray you in English. It was, in Italian, a catch-all for almost anything. He smiled, tipped his hat again, and went on. I'm going to have to keep a good eye on you all night, Cindy told her. That rat was trying to pick you up. Cindy, that was mean. How do you know he was a rat? Cindy laughed, shaking back her long black.